won. The national champion is clad in you know. big orange. Alabama does it. National championship number 18. 13 in all. Absolute perfection. 20, 10, He's got it. It goes. Touchdown Titans. There are no flags on the field. It's a miracle. Tennessee has pulled a miracle. It's the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. A visit with Greg Colley and friends talking about the magical world of sports in Middle Tennessee. Y'all ready for this? And welcome in to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined in the studio by Big Lou and Coach Mike on the board. And it is Monday, August 7th. And folks, we're 26 days away from college football being kicked into gear. I'm, at least the, vol, the Vols are 26 days away. Now there's going to be some preliminary college football games, uh, and that will be Labor Day weekend, from what I understand. Um, and the balls will be playing in Nashville, Titan Stadium, noon, against the Cavaliers of the University of Virginia. Yeah, usually, though, before that, there's always that, that one game yeah. in Hawaii. Yeah, the only I mean, time anybody ever pays attention to Hawaii is that, because they play that early game, and that it's Thursday, the only game on TV Thursday, to watch. That Thursday night prior, yeah, to that, yeah. everybody's so excited for football. Yeah, they, they, yeah hey, it's football game. I'm going to watch it. You know, and then the NFL will get started the next weekend. Um, so we are in the throes. We're in the dog days of summer and the throes of the beginning of of football in general. Uh, we. Big Lou and I broadcasted the kickoff class, the 2023 kickoff classic border battle between Rich, Richland Middle School and Whitthorn Middle School here in Columbia out at Lindsey Nelson Stadium. And uh, it was all Whitthorn Middle School. Yeah, I wish we had a little bit more of a game to to broadcast, yeah, but it, it was still fun. The, you know, a lot of, lot of fireworks. The, the game was called the uh, – we were – uh, the second half was a running clock because the score was more than 35 yeah, points. 35 yes. point, yeah, 35 point difference in the second half. So uh, the, the clock, clock was running, and then off to our west uh, was a storm brewing, and we saw a couple of cloud-to-ground lightning strikes, and they uh, huddled up in the middle of the field checked the radar on their phone, and off everybody went, and the game was over and called, but it was well in hand for Whitthorn. Congratulations to Coach James Dickinson and his squad, his staff, as they were victorious over Richland Middle School in the border battle 2023 of these kickoff classic by, at that score, I think it was 48-6 to six at yes. that time. Yep, 48-6. to six. Hopefully, you know, we did that two years ago. It was Whitthorn and Columbia Academy. Um Hopefully we can turn that into more of a annual thing. Start doing that more and more, kind of okay. like a, you know, get the season started. Get the with season a, with a good started, yeah. Game. The preseason college football coaches poll came out today, and um, the number one spot went to the Georgia Bulldogs. See if they can pull off a three peat. 
It's hard enough to pull off a repeat, but to pull off a three-peat, you're really doing something as far as national championships go in college football. Uh, Georgia is followed by Michigan in the number two spot. Then comes Alabama at number three. Ohio State at four. LSU comes in at five. USC at six. Penn State at seven. Florida State is number eight. Number nine is Clemson. And uh, the Vols roll in at number 10. There you go. It's been a while. It's been a minute. Yeah. Uh, you know, congratulations back there in uh, those you said that, Jones days. But you said that was the coaches' poll. The a the AP top twenty five or the top ten. Well, let's just do the top ten. Okay, and it's a little bit different. Got Georgia at number one, TCU number two, uh, Michigan number three, Ohio State number four, Alabama number five, Tennessee number six. Penn State, number seven, Washington, wherever they end up playing, at number eight, Tulane, number nine, and Utah comes in at number 10. So that'll be the, you know, AP huh. is, that's the is AP. what's listed on, you know, on game days. And I like that one a little better. Well, that's a, yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a biased there's a bias. Yeah. There's a lot of difference. Well, the, <laughs> AP, mean, the AP poll is, is by guys who actually watch scores and stuff like that. The coaches poll, honestly, coaches are busy uh, doing their jobs coaching, and so they rely on a lot of their aides to do a lot of the information yeah, they, and searching <clears throat> and stuff like that. So, you know, I I sometimes wonder about the coaches poll because they're, 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 their information is always so, going to be secondhand. So they're busy saying, with their own teams. If they if they send Nick Saban a survey, Nick just takes it and throws it at one of his assistants Probably. and says, fill this out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and because and I've got, I got more – I got more important things to do. God, I got to go ready. to practice, man. I've got, I got to call got my this, team to get ready. For. I got to get on the phone and call this recruit up. That's right. Got to do this press conference. You know, it's got things to do. No, of course not. If you're Knoxville, I got to stuff this Chick Fil A bag. Oh, Hang come on, on. <laughs> come on. Come on now. Well, you know what I'm saying. I got to stuff this Chick Fil A bag full of twenties. You know, just, you know? just catching strays yeah. left and right from that 2020 team. That yeah. There you go. Um, well, and and you know, I'll go on and tell you guys. Uh, I'm here and. I did not hit the Mega Millions jackpot on Friday. So another bad beat. Wow. I mean, that's yeah. <laughs> I don't know that's if I call what, that a bad darn. Beat, <laughs> uh, you know, I was I had the money spent. Um the Mega Man and we're were they that Mega Millions doesn't pay us any money, but I do find it kind of incredible now that uh, the next drawing, which is Tuesday night for the Mega Millions, um, will be at one point. Five five billion dollars with a B with a B. Wow, um, one billion five hundred and five hundred and fifty million is the, much is the estimated jackpot, and you can take the cash option at about seven hundred and sixty million dollars. It's a lot of taxes. Yes, yes, that is. Well, you take that. I mean, even if about, you, even if you lose fifty percent of that in taxes. You're I mean, still coming out way yeah, out for a two dollar yeah. ticket. I mean, for a two dollar yeah. ticket, come on. I mean, you know, and and you know, you can't win unless you have yeah, a ticket. I mean, you know what I mean. I mean, that's just not going to happen. Um, so, talk, but let's go back to the Vols just for a minute. Um, I was reading up a little bit, and um, I guess Joe Milton is going to is Joe Milton going to be the guy? Is, is 
I don't think there's any real controversy. There's no controversy right now. He's got the experience. He's and he's got the talent. It's his job to lose. Yeah. Okay. Nico is the second guy. You know, they've even got Gaston Moore. If you watch the Orange and White game in in April, uh, who honestly looked better than both those guys in the spring game. Gaston. Gaston Moore. I thought he was. Did he play the chandelier in Beauty and the Beast? Was that no? He was the he was the the, villain. Gaston was the villain. Oh, oh, is that was okay? All right, I I, I thought he was the chandelier. The the trivia answers there, (laughs) but you know, two daughters that love the show. You know, I got to see it a lot of times. You've seen it a few times. It's Milton's job to lose, and it'll take a few weeks uh, for him to lose that, in my opinion. So we 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 announced the other. couple weeks ago that the line was at 28 in favor of Tennessee and it's still there um the matchup predictors got Tennessee at a 90.4 chance to win that game and Drake's been saying that Virginia's going to cover that 28 points and I just don't know I just don't agree right out of the gate early in the season big spreads like that I'm just more apt to take the underdog you know I'm just I just more I'm you know, until things get kind of hammered out, everybody's got a few butterflies. They're not quite as confident. They're you got a new starting quarterback in Milton. I mean, you know, honestly, the, I'd be more scared if we were opening the season with UTSA, University of Texas San Antonio, because of how hot they've been right. the last couple of years. And you know, it's just they a, joined it's a the AAC. USC. They they joined UTSA is now a member of the AAC, which is the Atlantic. Athletic. Athletic Conference is that the AAC? I believe, the yeah, yeah, something like that. They were in the Conference USA last year. Okay, um, so I don't know if they've moved. Or not. I haven't heard that, but uh, okay. Either way, they're in a lesser division. I could see Tennessee overlooking that first game. Yes, like they have in the past. You remember Georgia Southern? I know you Tennessee fans don't want to hear oh, stuff I, like I remember that. that. Yeah, pain, painful, painful, uh, painful name right there. But Virginia, Virginia is Virginia. I mean, right. that's a that's a power five college football team. I just don't see them overlooking it. I think they go in there and okay. take care of business. Now, Dante For- Dante Foreman, Dante Thornton that's is your transfer connection. Is is the six five transfer from Oregon, correct? Correct. So and this will be considered his junior year or something like that? Is that I think so. I think junior he, or redshirt junior, something it's either one of those. Okay. Two. And they, there's been some talk that you know, there's that's the connection. That's going to be the big connection between Milton and Thornton. Got Squirrel right, Squirrel Squirrel White, Brew McCoy, Ramel Keaton, and Dante Thornton. Those are your four guys right there. He runs like a four. He runs like a four six forty or something. So that's pretty quick. And uh, to be six five, I was and, say, uh, to be that good, tall and run that fast, the good size. It's it's hard to cover. It's hard for those little. He was a problem smaller, in Oregon. Smaller yeah. defensive backs to cover. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, and, and a lot of times he could be covered, and they just throw it up high. You know, at six five, he can go up and get balls that, that a lot of defensive backs Cedric can't even Tillman get to. Kind of replacement yeah. from last year, yeah, or two years ago, really. He was injured most of last year uh, from that twenty twenty one team. That's kind of what he's going to come in and do. It's a Cedric Tillman uh, type of player. Well, um, I tell you, he did make a good connection, or didn't have any success over the weekend was the women's soccer team they took it on the chin from sweet a sweden that's if i remember that if i remember that and they lost in a five to four shootout um in the knockout round of the women's world cup and my question is this it's the women's world's 
World Cup, which is pretty much the right, the, supposedly the biggest and most prestigious tournament to win on the planet, right? And you're tied up after all the time runs out in the first and second halves and your stoppage time or mm-hmm. whatever they do. And then you go to a shootout. Don't, don't you guys kind of feel as though it should be it should be, should be decided by by a goal yeah. instead of instead of well, a lot a, a, a lot of leagues shot. yeah a lot of leagues go to you know they'll have similar to what the you know what the NFL you know has a, a limited amount of extra play you know of course they have the injury time and stuff like that uh, some leagues I don't know if there's the MS, MLS or whatever you know they play a, a maybe a, like an extra quarter or something, and then they go to shootouts. Okay. Or no, it's hockey that does that. They play the extra well, quarter, and yeah. then well, they I'll go to shootouts but, after but, but that. I, and that may be more of a un, un, but Unless. I'm, but it's kind of like, you know, sh- uh, doing a shootout in, in soccer is kind of like walking up in, and deciding in an NBA game with, with free throws. Okay. It's, but, <laughs> it's what I've heard that thing, you know, because you should, you should make them that often. And USA missed three out of their five initial shots. Well, I, I, you know, wow. <laughs> well, you talked about you talked about hockey in the playoffs in hockey. They just it, keep playing. They, they they keep going, but they so do there's, there's they do not, reduce the number not a of shootout. people. But they do reduce the number of people on the ice. Okay, I, I mean, I they go three I, on three instead of five on five. It goes down to three on three. I get it, and and change, but it you uh, but during the season they'll play that extra. I don't know if it's a full period or not. I think it may be. 15 minutes or something like that with three on three. And if it's still tied after that, then they go to shootouts on in the NHL. And I think that would be a, a viable you know thing for the soccer uh, community to look at. Okay. Well, I, you know, uh, kind of the women's I don't know, but, team leader or captain, Megan Rapinoe, uh, she missed um, – a crucial penalty kick yeah. against Sweden, uh, ending ending the team's time in the World Cup tournament in a five, and they lost in a five to four shootout. Now, and you know, and, and critics have kind of been trolling Rapinoe, and they, they've kind of been interjecting some politics into um, why, you know, whether you know some some critics even came mm-hmm. out and said they were happy that the team lost. They were, you know, that the they felt as though that maybe Miss Rapinoe and some of her teammates they were injecting too much politics into the from, game, into yes. the game, and therefore they were kind of setting themselves up. and And, and I, I tend to agree with that. I, I, I see them; I, oh, they're I, letting I, it become a distraction. Sure, and, and they're also, you know, they 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 fell into that classic problem of being fat and sassy on their own success. Yeah, you know, they would have what eighteen straight. Uh, World Cup games without a loss or something like that, which is basically what three full World Cups, and so they came in expecting, hey, everybody to be intimidated just by the fact they showed up, and you know they didn't. No one got no one got intimidated. You know, Vietnam they played Vietnam in the first round. They were supposed to beat Vietnam by six. They only beat them by three. Yeah, and and and, and some people said, hey, that was a harbinger of things to come, and then the rest of the time they barely escaped. Yeah. Through, so, through I mean, the rest of them. It, so it, they, might, it might be just a situation where – The rest of the league caught up to them. 
Right. You and know, they're and just the, – the women, the U.S. Uh, women's uh, World Cup team or national team, they – it's just not as strong as they have been in the past. I mean, you know what I mean? I mean, and, I, and, you get a little and with older, all the other political slower. stuff, with all the other political stuff, probably somewhat distracted. Sure. You know, instead of being laser focused on what they were supposed to be doing and, and stuff, which, and they'll never admit that. Well, look, they, I'm, you know, I'm a firm believer. If you, if you could dish it out, you should be able to take it. So if, if, if the U.S. women's national team is going to stand there, Make statements about make political statements or political gestures, whatever it may be. Then, when they take it on the chin and, and are not successful, then the opposite side uh, of their political stance is more than welcome to use their ability to of free speech. And criticize and say whatever they 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 basically want to say. Uh, now, whether you know whether well, it's, if you don't want to be if you don't want to be harangued about it, don't say anything. That's right. If you yeah. want if you <laughs> want to be all about sports and soccer and being successful in soccer, then play soccer, right? And 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 leave all the other stuff yeah. in the locker room or or somewhere else. Go out on the soccer field perform, play soccer, represent the United States in a competitive sports-type atmosphere yeah. and take care of business and leave all your opinionated-type stuff behind. And, and, you know, but, however, if you fall short, get beat, lose, then that you should know that that just opens the door yeah. for your – adversaries to come in there and just yeah, in football, and, 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 and pound you. Yeah, in football, we used to talk about it, you know, being, you know, be careful about bulletin board material. Don't say anything about your opponent and stuff like that because if you do happen to come up short, yeah, you, you've opened the door or you've given other people motivation. And I, I'm sure what the rest of the world's going is, hey, these people, you know, number one, they're not as dominantly strong as they have been before. And Man, they're they they're their minds all over the place. Sure, let's come in and let's you know they've got a big target on their back and they don't realize it. And we've got enough to worry about. Yeah, we've got enough to worry about just getting the plays right, not making stupid mistakes, penalties, yeah. whatever the deal is. And that's all sports, coach. That's yeah. not just well, football. And again, I'm talking about all sports. You got World Cup it, when you get on when you get on professional levels. You got yeah. so many other things to worry about than 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 politics yeah and so you know what leave that if you want to color your hair purple yellow green put you know make it bumblebee stripes i don't care i mean and i don't think anybody else cares and that and yes that draws attention to the player a la dennis rodman a la, yeah, you know and there's been, exactly there's, been no, thought of. there's yeah. been number of them uh over over the over the decades that have done that but that's okay but you know what go out there and perform Leave the politics in the locker room. Do your job. Compete. Be successful. And then you don't open yourself up for this type of criticism and this type of jeering, yeah. so yeah. to speak. Okay, this is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake in the studio with Big Lou. And Coach Mike is on the board helping us out. And uh, if you guys will just give us three or four minutes, we'll be right back. Sounds good to me.
Is this the year to get a John Deere compact tractor from TriGreen? Well, you know they're tried and true machines that are built to last. Now's the time to get a compact tractor with 0% for 84-month financing with no money down. When you get a 3025E with a loader for $280 a month, well, that's a price that just won't last long. We also have a 1025R tractor starting at $231 per month or choose $1,500 cash discount. Either one can make your year. Visit TriGreenEquipment.com to learn more. Offer ends July 31, 2023. Some restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Gypsy Kings featuring Tonino Baliardo return to Nashville with a concert that will take you on a trip down memory lane. The Gypsy Kings will be performing their greatest hits November 4th at TPAC Andrew Jackson Hall. For you to dance and enjoy an unforgettable night. Tickets on sale through ToninoBaliardo.com. A loud and live production. Hi, I'm Columbia Kiwanis Club member Suzanne Ganser. The Kiwanis Club and Columbia Main Street are partnering to put on a fall fest with a chili cook-off downtown Saturday, September 30th from 3 to 7. Come enjoy the music, taste the chili, or enter the cook-off. Proceeds raised by the Kiwanis go to local kids' charities. For more information or to enter the cook-off, go to the Columbia Kiwanis Facebook page. Come to enjoy the food, kids' zone, and music at this family-friendly event. We hope to see you there. This is Coach Traders Golf from Columbia Central High School Football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or parksmotorsales.com. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless, sparkles like the sun. They are timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. 
call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled. But then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM-FM, Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined in the studio by Coach Mike on the board, and Big Lou is in today helping us out, talking about sports, and there's been a lot going on over the weekend, and one of the main things uh, that we've heard a lot about is the realignment of the conferences, uh, foot of conferences. It's not just yeah. football, folks. I mean, you know, it's not just well, football. football is the main driver. Well, you know, don't and, make any mistake about and, it. It's the main driver. And I get that. And, and but I, you're and right. I, it, and affects, I understand that. it affects, it, it affects all sports. everyone um, across the board in all sports. Now, um, Missouri's head coach. Yeah, I was about to say, if you haven't heard that press conference. Eli Drinkwitz. Eli, the head coach for Missouri football. Eli Drinkwitz is his name. And he was, uh, well, it's, okay. The Big Ten has added Oregon and Washington. The Big Twelve is has over. This is just over the last week. Yeah, that was after the has, Big Ten. After they admitted UCLA USC and, and, and U.S. and so they poached, They've taken four of the Pac-12. Right. Okay, and Big Twelve has taken the three of the other Pac-12, which is Arizona now, Arizona State, and Utah. And people have questions about how how all is how how is all of this going to shake out? How's all this going to work? I mean, how, what are the logistics of it working? And one of those people they asked that about in a news conference on Saturday was head coach head head coach for the Missouri football team Eli Drinkwitz, and uh, he said, "Quote: I thought the transfer window, I thought the portal was closed." <laughs> Oh, that's he said. Oh, wait, wait, wait. That that's just for the student athletes. The adults in the room get to do whatever they want to do. He said, "My question is, did we count the cost?" Now, this is Drinkwitz uh, talking, and I'm not talking about the financial cost. I'm talking about did we count the cost for the student athletes involved in this decision? 
What cost is it to those student athletes? We're talking about a football decision. They base this on football. But what about softball? What about baseball? What about tennis, golf? He said, "Who have, these, these kids have to travel across the country. He said, do we ask them? Do we ask about the cost to them, to those players? Do we know what the number one indicator or symptom of the cause of mental health is? It's the lack of rest and sleep. Traveling in those baseball, softball games, those people, they travel commercial. They get done playing. They got to go to the airport. They come back. It's three or four in the morning. They got to go to class. I mean, did anybody ask them or consider them before they made this decision? Is what Drinkwitz wants to know. And he has a pretty good point there. Um, He's got there, a great point. Yeah, really I mean, an outstanding point, to tell you the truth. <laughs> and there's been a lot of – lot of Twitter accounts popping up from Pac-12 athletes and the ones that might be left out in the fray, and we're talking maybe Stanford athletes, Oregon State, Washington State, California, and there's one other, I think, somewhere. I can't remember which one. But anyway. I think those are the remaining yeah, four. Yeah, that's the remaining four. Okay. Well, they, they've been – there have been softball players, baseball players, tennis players that have been posting tweet uh, tweets basically to the effect of, you know, I went to Oregon to play softball for the University of Oregon. On the West Coast. On the West Coast. So that my parents could come to my games, so you know, and of course their their her parents can still come to, you know, say her parents. Well, say her parents live in another state out there on the west coast. Say they live in uh, California somewhere, and of course they would travel to see her play in Oregon. Yeah. They, they all and they still can watch those games, but they probably they probably was it still st- st- they they that probably, west coast is still you know the Pac twelve was pretty spread out to start with. Well, right. <laughs> But yeah. it ain't it ain't Rutgers. No, I mean, you're right. I, I mean, mean it, you know what I'm saying. Come you know, it was it was 800 not, miles. It, it was ain't Penn State. It's not you know, for Oregon to go I mean, to on. California it was 800 miles to go to go see the, the closest I mean, team, stuff, team stuff like that. Now it's about, 3, Now it's three thousand. <laughs> and so and, you know the deal is, and, and these players basically said, "I went to school to play softball at University of Oregon." So that my family members could come see me play and come see me play at away games because, you know, they support me and I love them and I want them to be, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, they've got a, they've got a pretty darn good point. And I'm just wondering, you know, the, like I said, the logistics of spreading this out from flight from Washington to Maryland ain't, ain't going to be cheap. You know, <laughs> I mean, it's going to take all a long the time way. too. From left, from from right to left, and left to right across the United States. And, yeah, that, that and, and four hour. And I know, Coach Mike, you're going to say, "Well, Drake, it's all about the, you know, it's all about the bench. Well, yeah. it's all about the okay. Money. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's not, not it's, that I disagree with you. It's just, you know, that's that, that my my comment that's the other day was just the idea of okay, here's what's actually driving things, and they really and that's don't just care. The way Unfortunately, it is. yeah, I I actually agree with your rant in okay. the sense okay. that uh, yeah. They they didn't consider, and, and it's unfortunate that they didn't, uh, because it, it it's going to put a hardship. You know the the concept of the student athlete is going to be hard to maintain because, again, uh, you know you, you got to go on the road. Let's say you know a golf match or a tennis match. 
You've got to go on the road, and to be competitive, you're going to have to go a day ahead of time or two days ahead of time because there's that little thing called jet lag. And you know that you got to, you got to, and, and it takes time to overcome that. And I tell you what, these universities and these, these power conferences that are doing this and this realignment, I don't want to hear one more stinking word about student athlete. Don't you, don't you let the word, those two words combined come out of your mouths, uh, the, uh, of, of any, any of them. Any of the presence yeah. of these universities or the presence of these conferences, do not use the word student-athlete together ever again because you could care less about a student, a young man or a young woman, having enough time to get their studies done and also perform at a high level athletically for, for your university. Yeah, I'm just it, it's it's ridiculous. It's impossible and it, to, and know. it's a farce and it's a bunch of crap. So do not use those two words together. Now, uh, Drinkwitz, uh, the head coach for Missouri, went on to say, and you know he was he was he really this wasn't the whole reason he was doing this news conference. He wanted to talk about Missouri football. I'm sure. He said, quote, I saw on Twitter several student athletes talking about how one of the reasons they chose their school was so their parents didn't have to travel. They chose a local school so they could be regionally associated so their parents could watch them play and not have to travel. Did we ask them if they wanted to travel from East Coast to West Coast before this realignment? He says, man, I love the game, but every game that I coach, I look up in the stands and find my family. I make sure they can be there because that's why I'm, that's one of the reasons I'm doing this for. And that is one of the reasons why these kids are – playing softball, tennis, golf, whatever it is, whatever Olympics, whatever Olympic sports, and I call them Olympic sports because they don't make any money. Okay. <laughs> Do you see what I mean? Yeah. Do you see what I mean? They're yeah. Olympic yeah. sports. They're, they're non-revenue sports is, the, is, the, is right. the, I mean, the big basi- term. Basically. You know, the, the I mean, you know, but, but, and, and, you know, there's then the, the comeback to that is, well, they can watch them on TV because there's going to be this big these big TV contracts and stuff like that. I'm sorry. Experiencing a game on TV – is nice. It's fun. It's enjoyable. It's not the same as being in the stadium, right? Especially and it's not the same to the players. Members playing you know, sooner or later. What we're going to what we're going to come I mean, to what what I'm afraid we're going to come to eventually is very similar to what we were forced into during the pandemic. Is you got teams playing in a virtual arena and nobody in the bleachers well, that's because right. they can't afford to get there. And of, and, co- and of course, big Lou watching everything we, on TV. When you played at Columbia Central, you look for your you look for your mom and dad. Oh, yeah. You look for your folks. And sure, you, you know that that was one of the first. Uh, well, I'm knew, sure, knew where I'm dad sure. was. He was the voice of the. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, but yeah, look for my mom. Look for my sister. Look, I yeah, mean, yeah. you know, you're out sure. there on I the did, field. We, we did the same thing when we played. You're in high kind school. of making. We, we did, and all athletes yeah. do that. Yeah. So you know, my question is: is is the is the almighty dollar and the the hunt for it or the desire to have more and more of the almighty dollar is it going to take is it going to cheapen it's going to ruin sports, sports in general it's going to ruin it yeah I, I mean i mean i know we'll yeah. be able to I'm, I'm 60 years old so i'll be able to sit in my sit in my recliner and and flick through flick through five or six different football games at one time on saturday and don't need to you know and i, I probably don't yeah. have much desire to go to knoxville and watch alabama or go to alabama and watch tennessee play when i can sit 
you know, 20 and feet from the I can see the re- all the replays. the bathroom and, and sit comfortably. In, not in, not in have to worry about room. the lines at Absolutely. the concession stand and all but that now, other stuff. But it's $7 but, a bottle of water. But now, yeah. when I was in my 20s, 30s, and 40s, and even even through my 50s, I wanted I wanted to go to, the, I wanted to, well, go to the, a football game. Again, the stadium experience is completely different. And it is something that that everybody needs to experience at one time or another if you're a fan. You know that that stadium experience. Yes, there's there's some things you give up. The the like I said, the instant replay, the money you got to spend. You know, like what the seven dollar bottle of water and all that stuff. You know, and if you're going to a big game a, like yeah, Tennessee Alabama, you're going to shell out about you know seven hundred dollars. And, and to me, to me, that's one of the more the unfortunate. Trip. Absolutely. That's, and, and, I, and to me, that's one of the more unfortunate things that has almost kind of forced the fan into becoming a TV fan is that it's become so prohibitively expensive to go to a live event that, you know, I can't afford that. I can afford to pay my cable bill and sit there and watch and all the games, but I can't afford to go to Knoxville and watch a game because it's going to cost me $400, $500 that I just don't have. Well, what about, you know, you know and, some of these fans, like Alabama fans, they save up their money all year long yeah. in order just to And take to go, their vacations in order to go. To, go, to follow yeah. To follow Alabama at home and away. My question is this also. What about the local economies of these college towns that are going to take the hit when there's no longer a Washington, Washington State game? Apple yeah. Cup anymore. And and the hotels are full and the restaurants are full for for three nights of that weekend. I mean, you're talking about and, and people that would and, literally and, come and, for a week because it's local. Right. They could come in and do those things for a week where I mean, now they, they can't. Imagine um, you know, imagine they've got, if, they've got to make that dang Imagine if Tennessee travel. and Alabama have to play every other year and they insert, oh, let's say Oklahoma, they, yeah. or, or well, Oklahoma travels pretty well. But I'm just saying, you're not going to get the financial influx of money into that local college and, town when you have these when these rivalry games are canceled because yeah. of TV contracts. Yeah, and then you also have the the, the specter of what are they going to do? You know, I've I've heard you know. One of the things they said to save, quote unquote, save the Rose Bowl or something like that, was that they were going to make the Big Ten championship possible to be played in the Rose Bowl. Now think about that: the Big Ten championship, not the not the bowl game, the Big Ten championship could possibly be played in Pasadena, California. So if Indiana makes if if Indiana makes the or Penn State or Rutgers. You know, Penn State probably more realistically than than Rutgers, but you know, traveling clear across the country for your conference championship <laughs> just doesn't make a lot of sense. And, yeah, and where I, you know, I, and, you know, a lot of people complained about you know, but it's centralized. You know, Atlanta being the home of the SEC championship a lot for a long time. That's right, in kind of in the middle of SEC country, well, and. I mean, it's something to think about, folks. As we move forward and we see this realignment happening, think about it. Think about everything that's going to affect uh, from our student-athletes to our local economies in these great uh, American college towns that these uh, universities are in. So, all right, we're up against our second break. My name is Drake, and this is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour with Big Lou, Coach Mike. We'll be back in about four or five.
This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hosts for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I want to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. 
Did you know that 70% of Americans age 65 or older will need some form of long-term care in their lives? And even more frightening, 7 out of 10 people who go into long-term care will become completely impoverished within one year. It doesn't need to be that way. You do not need to go broke in the nursing home. Call Perchowski Estate Law to learn how you can protect your life savings and hard-earned property from the high cost of long-term care. Call me at 931-363-7222. This is Delk Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charities, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. And welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined in the studio by Big Lou and Coach Mike on the boards. And Coach Mike, the Gypsy Kings are coming to town. They're coming to Nash, Vegas. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, mark your calendar for Saturday, November 4th, when the Gypsy Kings return to Nashville. They'll be playing at TPAC Andrew Jackson Hall for you to dance and enjoy an unforgettable night of live music. Uh, the Gypsy Kings are a worldwide, world-famous uh, group. They've sold over 20 million records worldwide, have received a Grammy in 2013 in the Best World Music category, and have collaborated on such films as The Big Lebowski Hotel, uh, excuse me, Hotel, well, The Big Lebowski and Toy Story 3, where uh, they, they uh, collaborated on, on some songs that, you might sound familiar to you in English. <laughs> they are a, a, a Spanish-speaking group. This is an extremely energetic and talented ensemble that you don't want to miss. Tickets and details are available at toninobayardo.com. That's T-O-N-I-N-O-B-A-L-I-A-R-D-O.com. A loud and live production. Also, we will have about 30 tickets that we'll give away closer to the time of the show. So make sure you pay attention here to 101.7 and listen for those details about that. But mark your calendars. Saturday, November 4th, the Gypsy Kings are coming to Nashville. Okay, great. Thank you, Mike, for that information. And uh, over the weekend, there was some Major League Baseball history made again. Now, uh, and this has nothing to do with Shohei Otani. Uh, the Toronto Blue Jays started a 24-year-old rookie for his first time over the weekend. Uh, his name is Davis Schneider. And his first at bat, he hit a home run. And that, that, that's that been done before. Yeah. Their first at bat as a rookie is 
matter of fact, there's been multiple. I'm not sure how many has yeah. been done, but a bunch. And they were playing – Toronto was at Boston over the weekend playing the series there in Beantown. And um, later on <clears> – <throat> excuse me, after the home – after his initial <clears> – excuse me. After his initial plate appearance and hitting the home run, he added a – Snyder added a single later – Later on to go two for five in his debut as a as a rookie there in the major leagues. Um, then on Saturday he went three for three as his second game as a rookie. Nice debut. And then on Sunday he went four for five <laughs> as a rookie um, and hit another home run. So everybody said, "Was Drake? What's?" What's what's all the history about? I mean, what's the big deal? The guy had a great weekend, you know. Well, this is the deal. David Schneider, 24-year-old rookie for the Toronto Blue Jays, was the first Major League Baseball player ever to record nine hits and two home runs in his first three games, okay? Um, and the Toronto manager liked what he did so much uh, in his first two games, he inserted him into the third spot on the batting order and gave Vladimir Guerrero Jr., who was in the home run derby <laughs> contest, the day off. Didn't he win it? Yeah. Didn't Guerrero, he, yeah, sorry, Guerrero won the it. winner of the home yeah. run derby. Yeah. He gave Vladimir Guerrero the day off and inserted this rookie, Davis Snyder, into the number three spot in their batting order. Um, so get this now. And everybody out there in Radio Land, he left the Boston after the three-game series at, on the way home when Toronto loaded up on the plane. Davis Snyder, a rookie for the first series ever, and playing at Boston ain't no easy gig. I promise mm -hmm. you. His batting average was six ninety-two. Oh my gosh! <laughs> he had he was batting six ninety-two. He batted almost seven hundred for the series. He had five RBIs and two home runs. Oh, my goodness. Um, now – I bet the on-base percentage was close to 800. It, I mean – That's insane. I mean, this this cat is something else. His name is Davis Snyder. And, uh, you know, they swept Boston in Boston, and they're vying for the last American League. Uh, they're, you know, they're working for the wild card spot. And Boston's in their hunt too, but now they're five after this weekend. They were two games ahead starting the weekend. Now they're five games ahead of the, ahead of the Red Sox going into uh, you know with this wild card race going on. So I mean, have you heard of such? By I mean, no, not cat. a start like I've I've heard of hot starts, but boy, that's 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 unbelievable. There you go. Now did any did you always see the video of the Chicago and White Sox and the Cleveland? Where Anderson yeah, got the, knocked the big, out, the at big second. fight. <laughs> yeah. sure did. Well, and, there was uh, there's basically two hits in that fight. Yeah, dude, but dude, well, then, but there was a wave. There was a wave, and then there was a then there was a second fight. Yeah, that, that well, happened. The bench but what was so funny? What was so funny was if you watched it, you, had, you could really come up with some memes on this. Is that the referee 
gets up in between them at first, and then he realizes he's not going to be able to stop this thing. Sure. And it almost looks like he's it almost looks like a WW or a, a, you know where he's going. He he checks with one. You ready? Are you ready? And he just backs out of there, <laughs> and then he kind of squares around like he's referee in the fight. Well, I tell you what, yeah, and got it. And let and probably. Let me explain real quick what, what that deal is. Same way with officiating basketball. They tell officials, if two players are fighting, do not get, get in, in the there and get in the middle of them. Because, tell teachers that too. <laughs> because, because what can happen is if I sit there and if, if I jump, if I, I as an official jump in there and grab one of – or grab or restrain one of the other kids in the fight or players in the fight – and the guy that I'm restraining gets it's hit, hurt. gets injured, gets his teeth knocked out, gets his side of his face caved in, whether it is, then they'll be pointing the finger at the official for jumping in there and restraining and not allowing Keeping that player him from to be able to defend himself. That's yeah. right. And that is exactly what, what went on with yeah. went through that uh, umpire's head as I'm, I'm sure as, it was. Yeah. As the initial fight was basically just two and, hits. And these two guys are monster, you know, yeah. big monstrously bigger than me, yeah. and I'm not about to get between them. <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah like i said it was two hits it was ramirez yeah hit, ramirez and hitting anderson and did anderson, you hear the radio call and, on it and anderson hitting the ground did you hear the radio call on it? down goes anderson yeah 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 absolutely um okay sunday for all you nhl hockey fans we're gonna run over a pretty pretty big uh trade on in the NHL on Sunday. Reigning Norris Trophy winner Eric Carlson from the San Jose Sharks is is going to the Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, in the trade involving Pittsburgh, San Jose, and Montreal Canadiens, uh, Pittsburgh gets Carlson, Dylan Hamiluk, uh, Rim Pitlick, and San Jose's third 2026 round in 2026, their third-round pick. Uh, San Jose gets Mikhail Granlund, which I think he used to play. Michael Granlund. Yeah, at, he's a predator. Okay, Michael Granlund. Um, Mike Ho- Granny. He's like Mike Hoffman and Jan Ruda. And they also get Pittsburgh's 2024 first-round pick. And Montreal gets Jeff Petrie, Casey DeSmith, and I guess uh, Nathan Lagare and Pittsburgh's 2025 second round pick. I uh, dare you Richard. to say all that quickly again. Carlson <laughs> won the 2023 Norris Trophy, this past year's Norris Trophy. He had 25 goals and 101 points in 82 games. And of course, the Norris Trophy basically goes to the best defenseman in the NHL. The rich get richer in Pittsburgh because mm-hmm. they've yeah. already got the best offensive player in Sidney Crosby. So. There, there you go. And and uh, Carlson also excels on the power play, and he logs tons of minutes. So that's a big trade in the NHL. And we're at the end of our uh, our radio. We got about forty five seconds Is left. If anybody has anything else they want to pump out there, I don't know. It's Titans and Bears in Titan- five days. Yes. They'll suit up on the twelfth of August, yeah. uh, one o'clock in at Soldier Field in Chicago. So yeah, and we're going to be back about on it. The Front Porch Sports Radio Hour will be back on Thursday, roughly a little bit after 4 o'clock. So you guys tune in, and we'll have some more terrific sports talk for you and information and enrich your lives as you do go about your daily stuff. (laughs) I'm Drake for Big Lou and Coach Mike. You all have a great rest of the day, and we'll talk to you on Thursday.